Welcome to Founders Friends Podcast with Scott Orn at Cruise Consulting, and my very special guest is Renee Lassert from Bill.com. Welcome, Renee. Thank you, Scott. It's great to be here, and uh, just love supporting our partners that are successful out there. So congrats to all your success. Thank you. Uh, so Bill.com is one of our favorite tools at Cruise Consulting. Every client goes on it. We're in love with it. It's my favorite tool. So this is, this is a, a nerdy kind of honor here uh-huh. to be meeting Renee, the man who created Bill.com. Uh, what was what was your initial inspiration? Like, how did you have this idea? So it, th- there's a long version and a short version, but the uh, the combination is I'm a, a fourth generation entrepreneur. So great grandfather had a couple of businesses, granddad had seven, dad had five, and so I at the dinner table on a Saturday night when we get together with dad, and granddad, and grandma. Uh, mom and dad and grandma and granddad, they would talk about the business. And invariably, it was always cash is king, right? <laughs> and uh, when you get talking about cash is king, it's there's kind of two levers, stretch out the payables and pull in the receivables. And so as a you know 12-year-old, 14-year-old kid growing up around the house, I heard this. And when I left into it to start PayCycle in 99, it was interesting because I had, I had started adding to it on the bill payment products that they had oh. for consumers. Um, and so I was well aware of consumer bill payment products. I was well aware of uh, the technology that our competitors had. And when I got into managing the day-to-day uh, pay cycle, I kept feeling like I can't do what Dad was trying to teach me. I, it's really hard to stretch out the payables with technology. Yeah. And the, the process I had was a manual process. Yeah. I had a stack of checks come with the invoices attached every Friday. Uh, invariably, you know, when we were smaller, it was 15 or 20 payments a week. Then it got grew to 50 payments a week or whatever. And I would be running around the office saying, hey, you know, Martin, what did you think of that? Tanya, what did you think of that? Why are we paying this? Can I see the contract? You know, And then when you're looking at the receivables, be the same thing. Why hasn't the customer paid us? And all of that was just busy work that yeah. kept me from actually thinking about the business and using the cash flow as a strategy. Yeah. Uh, and so that was kind of the impetus. And then I realized because, you know, PayCycle, we started that in 99. So around 2003, the Internet was much broader than what we thought it was when it first came out. And I think, you know, we didn't call it the cloud back then. We didn't call it SaaS back then. But it became clear that there was an opportunity to leverage a central database with a central UX and UI that could be customized by user, whether that user was a software package, like all the integrations we do, whether yeah. it's QuickBooks or any of the banking integrations that we do, or uh, an employee or a vendor or a customer, but it's one database. Yeah. And all that clicked one night when I can't sleep at night, when I'm thinking about the problems here, I think about some other thing I want to go solve because problem solving is what I love. And yeah. that actually puts me to sleep. I relax when I do that. Yeah. Uh, and so this became the problem de jour that I would solve when PayCycle had challenges. And I just come, kept coming back to it. And eventually I'm like, yeah, this is really big. I need yeah. to go do that. And that's when I decided to bring in a CEO for PayCycle and moved on to, to do Bill.com. Well, I'm glad you did it because it makes you. our life so much easier. I, I was actually grew up in a family business too. It's really cool to hear that story because my mom owned a retail store in Danville and we yep. did this, we talked about the same stuff and it was like, do you feel like you learned through osmosis and through like, it's like Harvard Business School at the dinner it's table. Dinner table MBA, yeah. best MBA you can get, right? And, and strategy is important. You learn a lot, you know, in business school, you know, from those types of classes, but ultimately business, running a business comes down to people and your gut instincts about how to manage cash flow and people and you know your strategy and if you're going to go start a company 
you have to have that and understanding when to listen to the gut and when to go look for help. And that's, there's lots of growth, right? We yeah. all, as leaders, we all have to grow in order to stay in front of the business. Yeah. Um, but that dinner table MBA, it was just great. And just seeing your parents happy doing what they do, right? It's like, there's no be- better lesson than that. And, and sometimes some of my friends have angst. Sometimes I feel it's, it's some women have angst because they're like, oh, traditionally, you know, spend more time with children or something like that. But my mom was a was a kick ass entrepreneur, and that was yeah. that set that was the best role model I could ever have. So I always tell yeah. women, on, and of course, I married a woman who's an awesome entrepreneur too. So yeah, um, the night the night that I was born, there was a my parents had a business in D.C. that they were so, uh, general ledger payroll business in D.C. back in sixties, and so they had a the biggest defense contractor in D.C. through one of the biggest accounting firms in DC that needed to get the GL done. My, I was two and a half weeks early. My mom didn't really feel that well. And I was number two and she's like, yeah, she didn't think it was labor. She's like, yeah, I think I'm just going to go home. And my dad said, look, I'll stay here with you. Let's get it done. And you can take the weekend off. So awesome. they finished, you know, she's carrying 50 pound trays of punch cards. She was like 110 pounds, right? Uh, carrying 50 pound trays of punch cards all over the place. He's helping or whatever. They get home at one thirty. I was born at three thirty. Oh my God. Right? Oh my so, God. Two hours later. Well, that's a big day for them. So, that's incredible. Yeah. So anyways, to the that's point the kind of, of things you do when that, you own your own business. Though, exactly. You figure it out. Yeah. yeah. You just figure yeah. it out. And then, you know, she's back at work on Monday. Oh, so. oh my God. Really? Oh, wow. She did, you know, we had a, she, she, she worked, you know, I think four to six hour days then. So it was nice to get out and we had a sitter take care of the kids. So. There's something else you said when you're describing kind of the problem, which was that kind of one database that could aggregate everything. And when you're talking about moving around and trying to talk to different people, the, the one thing that I think bill.com or many things that does well, but you bring transparency to uh-huh. this process. And that is one of the things we tell our clients constantly. It's like, we can look up invoices. We can look up the payments. It's that search functionality is actually like super duper important. Yeah, it's. I can't tell you. I mean, I, I can give you personal example. I'll give you a person the most recent personal example. Right, we put some blinds in in the house, and and the remote control device for these blinds, the ceiling is really hollow. Right, so the remote control device said sunlight. And somehow somebody in the house was futzing with it and all of a sudden the blinds are off, right? So we got some blinds up, some blinds down and I need to reprogram it. So I go to Google and I'm you know, searching for sunlight and, I, and then I'm up in the ceiling with the 12 foot ladder, yeah. you know, trying to reprogram this trying thing. Trying not to kill yourself. Trying not to kill myself. And like an hour later, like it wasn't working. Everything was even worse, right? Oh. And then I thought, you know what? I'll go into bill.com and I'll just type blinds. So searched blinds, yeah. up came the invoice because I hadn't been home. Joyce had actually managed it. Up came the invoice with the word blinds on it. Found out it wasn't sunlight. They happened to make two types of blinds. One was called moonlight. One was called sunlight. Remote control works for both, but moonlight had a different programming oh. interface. And it was like, you know, one was zero and zero was one. It was like yeah, something very yeah. simple. But five minutes later, reprogrammed and done. Like So yes, it helps manage the cash flow, but like being able to find that context, like it could have been a vendor relationship that I was trying to understand more about so it's it's definitely that ability to search the transparency around the transactions and the invoices and the payments and the work that you do with yeah. your suppliers and customers. It's huge. I mean, there's you remember back to when Bill comes a huge company now, but in your early days, there's vendors who are who think they didn't get paid right or whatever. Oh, yeah. And you can it you I can literally solve a problem within five minutes. It's, yeah. it's a, that would have taken a week before. Yep. It's so much better. Yeah. Um, you also mentioned Intuit and your days at Intuit. And one of the things that's so amazing about Build.com is the integration with QuickBooks. And we're a huge QuickBooks online shop. That's you know what we Excellent. recommend. How did you go about getting – you obviously knew people there. But when you came to them, 
after buildingbill.com, how did you get that integration? Like, what did you, what was the pitch? They probably started thinking about their API strategy. Well, they had an API for QuickBooks Desktop. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't have everything in it, but they started really thinking about it about the same time that I started Bill.com. I think they were, you know, it would have been 2006, 2007. They realized that data was going to be yeah. different than yeah. it was. And so it was like you said, I mean, I knew enough players there that we said, look, we want to do this better. We actually want to create a better integration and sync for our customers. You guys want partners that actually you can learn from. Um, And so in that sense, it was a match made in heaven. So we've continued to develop and cross partner, I guess, across, you know, both companies to help them build better APIs and help us get better integration for our our customers, which is great. It just makes the, it it helps both companies so much because we can, we know Bill.com is going to work really well with QuickBooks and vice versa. You know, we can say like QuickBooks actually does work with their partners really well. It's, it's a, it's an awesome strategy. One of the, one other question I have for you is, you know, we always say Bill.com is the tool that every bank should have built themselves, uh-huh. right? That's like, that's what I think actually convinces our clients to, to use it in the first place. How did you go to the banks? How did you, cause there's so much money moving around through yeah. bill.com. Like how did you, what was your pitch to them? how did you get them? You know, the, the core uh, pitch that we go, I mean, as we've grown, it becomes easier, but the core pitch is let's talk about how many business customers are really using your applications today and compare that to their <laughs> consumer adoption. And then we compare that to the joint customers between us and the bank that are using our solution. So we can go into a top five bank and say, we have thousands, thousands, literally thousands of your customers are choosing to do all their bill payment through bill.com and not the stuff that you built. And sometimes it dwarfs the dollar amounts, all that stuff, dwarf the transaction level, dwarfs what they're able to see in their own products today on a per customer basis. So then that gets them pretty excited. You know, and I think as we, you know, think about how the, the cloud and, and SaaS is just kind of moving and the open strategy and transparency that everybody wants and, and looks for in technology today, our ability to kind of be that that platform of choice is something that we see more and more. More and more bank partners, the partnership that we announced with Intuit last fall, right? More and more, there's just this opportunity where people kind of say, well, Okay, those guys have millions of entities in the network that use them to pay and get paid, you know, tens of billions of dollars every year. I mean, and it that, feels like you've gotten to the point where it's it, the network effect has just fully kicked in. And it's you have to opt in. You'd be crazy not to opt in. Yeah. You know, it's like it's. Well, and I think, I mean, it probably depends on geography. Definitely in the Bay Area, oh. we feel that more and more. But it happens across. I have friends on the East Coast that this year, you know, sent me an email saying, you know, the guy who plows my snow for me just asked me to join Bill.com. So we're definitely starting to see that, yeah. you know, around. And I think that, you know, being the platform of choice of how businesses pay and get paid, that's kind of our focus and in, in helping all the processes around making those payment decisions is kind of really where we want to be at. Yeah. So. And, and also for small businesses, we love it. We love it for our clients because it simplifies everything for them and makes them, you know, it, it makes us more efficient working for the clients. It brings their costs down working with us. So it's, it's awesome. Yep. But as a small business ourselves, it makes our collections so much easier. Yeah. Like that network search ID, boom, yep. we get paid. There's no checks lost in the mail. We just get paid electronically. There's a digital Isn't it record. Awesome? Of, it's amazing. I, I mean, it, you've you have no idea how much you've made our collections. It's just so much. You talk about stretching cash flow and things like that. Now we get paid a week or two after our invoice goes out. It's, well, and, it's amazing. And knowledge is is 
really important too, right? I mean, so if you're not getting paid, that's important because now you know which customer, like you don't have to worry. Like if you just have a small dashboard to look at and say, oh, when I see that customer, I'm going to say, hey, you're going to pay me, right? That changes instead of having to worry about all your customers. You've got hundreds of customers. I don't want to worry about all of them. I just want to worry about the four or five that are having a hard time remembering to pay me. Totally. Right? And you know, we what we actually did, my wife is so smart, we did a 30-day auto pay. Yep. Through with bill.com yep. and now we don't have to, we don't even worry about anything yeah. anymore it's it's amazing so you've you've built an amazing product on Thank the you. other side of one of the other reasons we like working with bill.com is your customer support is just yeah. like phenomenal shout out to to gag and Singh, who is oh he's the best awesome support person on earth yeah how did you you know i'm sure this took a lot of thought and it's also a cultural thing like how did you think about building your customer support group you know the advantage of you know back to the dinner table mba one of the advantages of growing up in a business is that it was always about for dad granddad it was always about customers and employees making it a great place to work so people love doing their job and making sure customers are happy and if you did those two things everything else took care of themselves and so i mean you had to have the right strategy to begin with that customers would want to buy something but you could have a strategy and nothing else would matter if you didn't get a great place for people to work and if you didn't have a great customer experience and so one of the reasons i ended up working at intuit uh, when i joined was because there was an article talking about how, you know, in in their day, right, customer support was core to everybody's experience yeah. who worked there. You used to have to go be on the phones uh, so once smart. a month, so right? Smart. And it was a great way to really get in touch with the customer. So we do that differently here. I mean, using chat as a primary method, we were able to actually get all those chat, you know, conversations out to employees so they can kind of read them and understand what's going on. We're able to kind of highlight different scenarios quickly but it gets back to your core belief. Like we're dedicated. One of our values is we're dedicated to each other and to our customers. We are very focused on doing what's right for the customer. And if we're finding out that we're not, then we roll up our sleeves and fix it. No business is perfect. We've had times when we've grown faster than we were able to keep up. And then we addressed it and we fixed it. But if you don't get that right, if you don't take care of the customer, to me, it's like a core philosophical approach about treating others the way you want to be treated it's the way you live life it's the yeah. way you live life yeah. and it's it's the way that you you know make it a good place is that we support all of the customer support professionals so that they feel like you know they we have their back and and then you know when they feel that way they can do their best work and then customers can feel like they're getting their best yeah. work and you know it's just i think all too often people think of customer support as a cost center and they don't think of it as a learning center. This is our best ambassador to the, the world. And it is a learning center for what is working, what isn't working. And sharing that back throughout the company is something that you know, we can always do better at. But it's something that we value and cherish. Yeah. I think it's amazing you share the chats. <clears throat> I'm sure your technical team is like pouring over those and trying to figure out ways they can build better software or change. The, I mean, it's the feedback. It's amazing to hear that feedback loop. Yeah. And that was one of the reasons I opted for chat. Because PayCycle was mostly phone uh-huh. and chat was just coming out. And I thought, you know, one, it, so the, the most important part about chat probably is that the reps actually have, there's two things about it. The reps are able to document what the customer is asking. Like if I asked you what your problem is today, you might go on a soliloquy for a long time. If I asked you to write it down, you'd think a little bit harder. You'd actually be more specific about yeah. your problem. Yeah. That helps the rep actually solve it. Then when the rep does solve it, now that person, the customer, has a history and they get it back and they can kind of see, okay, the next time I need to go do that sync with QuickBooks yeah. online and I have this job costing issue, that's what I need to go yeah. do, right? 
if you had a phone call, nobody would have a record yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The next level is that all of our managers' support can now actually and do review all those chats to say, you're getting it right, you're getting it wrong. Why don't you go talk to Goggin because he knows how to do that yeah. one and you can go <laughs> learn from that, right? And so, you know, that is something that we always feel is important is that that learning cycle is just transparent for both customers and for the reps. I totally agree. And one other thing on that, money is like this really emotional thing for people. And we, we're constantly telling our team that, you know, this is people's money. Like they really, especially startups, like the burn's going and yeah. you got a certain amount of months left. And do you give them like special kind of emotional training or do you talk about, you know, how do you how do you make your team kind of more sensitive to the fact that we're talking about money versus like maybe maybe someone did support an e-commerce company before they came here or something like that like well i mean we always train people on our values right so we're passionate we're fun we're humble uh we're dedicated um we're authentic right so if you take the the humble the dedication the authenticity that actually is how you want people to treat you with about yeah, your money yeah, right you yeah. want somebody to not be flashing their money in their face with you. You want them to be authentic. Hey, I'll pay you. And then they pay you, right? Um, you want them to be dedicated to doing right. And so those, I think those values and that training and giving people the support, you know, and then we just have expertise built in. So like the the answers and the, the knowledge base, we kind of talk about in there. How you know? Do you talk to customer about this? And if it's something that gets escalated, sometimes there's you know other folks that are better at it than others. So we make sure they they get on the phone. I'll- I love the humbleness. I agree completely with that. And also just meeting you in person, I can tell that's kind of who you are and it's done. But yeah, you guys are one of the largest, you know, you're a huge company and you're not uh, showing up on the front page of TechCrunch, you know, because right. some, you know, someone did something weird or anything like that. It's, I can tell it's like a core value for you guys. One other thing is, or maybe kind of the, the final big thing. What do you? Where are you guys going as a company? What are some new features or new products you're releasing? And where's the direction of the company? The you know the core vision of the company has not changed and won't change. Right, there is a massive problem when it comes to how people pay and get paid. It's not easy. There, yeah. and it's because there's a core process that every business has. They figure it out on their own because everybody's business is a little bit different. And technology hasn't been applied to that problem. We're mm-hmm. applying technology to it. We're making that, hence, you're having a good experience, right? But that creates that opportunity for folks to be more in control, more efficient, more thoughtful, more strategic about how they manage their back office, their bills coming and going. And so the core vision doesn't change. But what we see changing is if you think about kind of that typical or standard graph that people will draw with crossing the chasm, right? Yep. There is mm-hmm. the, the, a bell-shaped curve and there's this chasm right before that first massive upswing. Yep. And what we see is that, in my belief, is that those visionaries, those early adopters that are at that first, you know, short tail, or if you will, those folks, they don't need ease of use particularly. They're so, willing to spend some time and, and elbow grease and yeah. figure it out. And yeah. so, and, and I think you guys have been avid customers for a long time, and you're probably more in those early adopter visionary stage where, you know, any of the things that we didn't get quite right, you guys didn't even notice because we got so much other stuff right. Well, when you move to that early majority, late majority, guess what? They can't even do their job in the same way because they get stuck. They don't yeah. have that 
in their own intuitive sense about what's the workaround to actually work with my process, right? They have a process and they need a workaround and they don't think of it on their own. Yeah. You, you know, I think I'm sure you and your wife have lots of workarounds to get things done that you want to get done with yeah. bill.com and it works great. So we are spending a lot of time thinking about what is that experience so that those types of customers can also opt in yeah. and feel really good about yeah. it. Um, I think another, you know, angle on that would be the distribution opportunities. So, working and partnering with banks, uh, leveraging our network, right? Everybody got, comes in the network needs to have a really easy experience to actually interact with other people on the network. Yeah. So, um, you, know, you know, I think we will probably do more on mobile. If folks aren't using the mobile app yet, yeah. they should be. Uh, we'll do more on kind of, you know, digitizing and automating a lot of the stuff that's in the product. But the core features, they will improve, but it'll, it'll be, it won't be that we're adding massive new features because the core the, you know, the fundamentals it's there. already there yeah. yeah are you guys going to do anything internationally anytime soon because that's that is actually one yeah. huge request we get all the time yeah so international uh is on our list we're yeah. focusing on kind of the the user experience that i yeah. just talked about first but international is on the list and you know i would expect that is something that you know if, if there is a big product need that hasn't been done yet that's the first one that we're going to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. There's a few others, but that's the first one. It's actually amazing to listen to you talk because I can tell you, you're thinking you're still kind of early in adoption, but right. in my world, you are like fully adopted. The product right. is super smooth. So that a compliment to you as a CEO, or you're thinking even longer well, term, you. even bigger, but the product is awesome. Like, yeah, well, ultimately, I mean, to, to, you know, create some scale on this, you know, it's tens of billions today that we move through our platform ultimately it will be trillions yeah oh god and so that that is the picture like we could get another couple billion on international payments today which would be nice and be nice revenue for us and for you but the ultimate goal is how do we make it so that every business has a platform to do business on yeah and makes it easy yeah renee thank you so much for your time i really appreciate it appreciate your time too scott i'll let you get back to the board meeting or board meeting prep excuse me yeah exactly and uh thank you for having us really appreciate it you bet thank you take care